Hace Inglés presenta Into the Story, el podcast para aprender inglés con historias reales contadas por gente de todo el mundo. Today's story is about birthday parties. Nuestra protagonista, Hannah, va a cumplir pronto los 30 años. Y en vez de hacer una super fiesta de cumpleaños, decide irse sola a la India. I love going to other people's birthday parties, but the idea of hosting my own birthday party makes me feel sick. So that's why I decided to do the, the typical thing and take myself off to India for one month. In today's story, you'll hear Hannah talk about sightseeing in India and discovering the local culture. Along the way, she makes friends with other backpackers, staying in hostels all over the country. Her plan is still to spend her birthday alone, but something unexpected is about to happen. Keep listening to find out what that is. Hey there, listeners. We are so excited to bring you this first episode of Season 3 of Into the Story. Si quieres apoyarnos para seguir produciendo nuevos y mejores episodios, comparte este podcast con un amigo o amiga que necesite un empujoncito con su inglés. Y si utilizas Apple Podcasts, déjanos una valoración de 5 estrellas. Thank you so much. Ok, antes de escuchar la historia de hoy, veamos cinco palabras y expresiones interesantes que utiliza Hannah en este episodio. Firstly, the expression to go south or to head south. You might hear English speakers using both these expressions to mean deteriorate, fall or go down. For example, if someone says business is going south, they mean that business is not doing well or perhaps activity levels are falling. In today's podcast, Hannah describes her experience in Barcelona as going south after she separates from her boyfriend and a few of her friends leave town. To go south. Next, to end up. This phrasal verb, to end up, means to unexpectedly arrive at a place or to find yourself in an unexpected situation. For example, you could say, I ended up going to the party even though I was feeling sick. Or after wanting sushi for dinner, I ended up ordering pizza. To end up. Next, a bunch of. The expression a bunch of is used to mean a collection of things. Most commonly in English, we talk about a bunch of flowers or a bunch of grapes. But in more informal conversations, you might hear people using a bunch of to mean a lot of something. For instance, a bunch of people, a lot of people, or a bunch of work, a lot of work. Next up, is the expression to feed off. To feed off can have a few different meanings in English. If someone says, the animals feed off the plants, it means that the animals eat the plants. But if football players feed off the crowd's excitement, this means that they get support or energy from the audience. Hannah, our storyteller, uses feed off to mean get inspiration. You'll hear her talk about her planning her trip around India and 
feeding off the ideas of other travelers, to feed off. And finally, to pull up. This last phrasal verb in the story is used to talk about vehicles coming to a stop. Instead of simply saying the car stopped in front of the house, you could say the car pulled up in front of the house to pull up. And just one thing. Os avisamos que la baja calidad del audio en esta historia hace que sea un poquito más difícil de entender, pero es una buena práctica para cuando tienes que hablar o escuchar inglés por videollamada y la calidad no es óptima. ¿Quieres la transcripción, la ficha de vocabulario y un test de comprensión de este episodio? Sigue el enlace en las notas del programa en tu mismo reproductor de podcast. Ok, let's get into the story. I'm Hannah. I'm here in Barcelona. I've been living here now for almost five years, but originally I'm from Liverpool, which is in the north of England. In the year before my 30th birthday, I had been here in Barcelona for about two years. I made some really good friends. I had been dating one of my colleagues at work. Everything was going really well. I was happy with my job. And then As people do in the city, a lot of my friends decided to leave, which I was obviously really sad about. Things went south a little bit with the boyfriend. We decided to break up. And yeah, I just felt a little bit lost, a little bit, who am I? What am I doing? Where am I going? So that's why I decided to do the, the typical thing and take myself off to India for one month on a little voyage of discovery. So it was decided. Hannah's plan was to spend her 30th birthday traveling on her own around India. She had never really enjoyed organizing birthday parties anyway. I love going to other people's birthday parties, but the idea of hosting my own birthday party makes me feel sick. Like the, the, the pressure and the stress, are people going to come? Are they going to have a nice time? Am I going to have to be center of attention? No, not, not for me, not for me. <laughs> so by the time my birthday came around, I would have already been there for three weeks. And in my final week, the plan was to fly down to Goa, have some time at the beach, chill out, maybe do some hiking, get a massage, all the typical stuff. Just thinking, doing my own thing, totally on my own. As soon as I landed, I met a girl, Helen, who was from a town actually not far from me in the UK. And we decided to take a taxi together from the airport to the hostel. And that was sort of our first taste of what it would be like being in India, where it's just doors open and just people come towards you like a wall of people. You want a taxi? Get a mine. No, get a mine. No, get a mine. No, get a mine. Let me carry your bag. No, I carry your bag. And it's like, well, incredibly overwhelming. But, you know, it's all new. It's exciting. And yeah, we actually ended up in like this little tuk-tuk going along the, the highway. And we're there like holding onto our bags, this tiny little thing. And the cars are racing past and the other tuk-tuks are winding past. Um, even just that was an adventure. <laughs> Delhi is insane people and cars and tuk-tuks and stuff everywhere. There's not a moment of silence. It's huge, absolutely huge. Everywhere you go, there's the beep, beep of the horns. 
there's cows in the middle of the highway. There's cows just walking along. I mean, it's a beautiful city, but it's just chaos. But chaos in the best way. Hannah spent her first days in India exploring the city of Delhi. And in the evenings, she often came back to the hostel, where she met other fellow travelers and shared her experiences with them. In the hostel, I met a whole bunch of other people. And in the day, we would tend to do our own things. But in the night, we would sit in the hostel, we would eat, we would drink, talk about our plans. Oh, you're going there? I'm going there. I'll see you there. Or you're getting that train? I'm getting that train. Um, I'll meet you there. So yeah, it was nice to be in the hostel and sort of feed up all the people's ideas and get some ideas of what to do and where to go. Because I had planned basically nothing apart from going to go at the end. Everything else was totally unplanned. So after Delhi, I went to Agra to see the Taj Mahal. I arrived really early in the morning at like 6am to see the sunrise. There was hardly anyone there, so it was really peaceful. It's really stunning. It's not just the main building that you see in all the pictures. There's lots of smaller buildings all around it. And there's beautiful gardens. It's on a river. It was beautiful. I was feeling like so far away from my everyday life and just excited really for the rest of the trip. After Agra, I headed down to Pushkar which is like a very small, very religious town. There's a huge lake in the middle where people go and bathe themselves. They leave offerings to the gods. So I spent a few days there. And when I was there, I met a guy who's actually now a really good friend, uh, Jose. He's from Honduras, but he lives in Amsterdam. And I also met two couples who were traveling from Malta. We would eat out together. We did a hike up the hills to watch the sunrise together. One night in the hostel, everyone was sort of sharing their stories, what, what they were there for. And I told them, oh, you know, it's my birthday coming up. I told them my plan was to fly down to Goa in a few weeks' time. They were all like, oh, that's a really cool plan. What a great way to celebrate your 30th, because, you know, it's meant to be a big one. It's meant to be special. But no one else had any plans to head down south. And the most surprising thing about India up to this point had probably been just how incredibly different it is from everything we know here. The lifestyle is totally different. Religion is really important and everywhere you go the streets are decorated with these beautiful murals to the gods and the goddesses. There's so much colour, there's so much, obviously there's so much poverty, but even in the poverty there seems to be a lot of happiness. Hannah continued traveling alone around India, exploring, learning about the local culture, and making friends along the way. So yeah, I'd stayed in a few more hostels after this one in Pushkar and met a lot of different people. One of the nice things about the trip is that everyone tends to do, if not the same route, the same cities. And also there's not a lot of hostels. So you're meeting people, maybe you don't see them for a few days, then you bump into them again. And then you see someone that had met someone that you've met before, and there's like very tenuous connections between everyone. So yeah, that was really nice. It was never really, even though I was alone, I was never really, I was never really alone. Before Hannah knew it, her birthday was around the corner. After a camping trip in the desert with some of her new friends, she said her goodbyes and prepared to make her way down to Goa in the south of India on her own. In the morning that I was flying down there, I arrived to the airport 
and this airport is tiny, basically like a shed. One single building with one door at the front and one door at the back. And if you wanted to, you could walk around the side to the to the runway. There was nothing. It was just me in the middle of the desert. Outside, there's one building. Backpack on. Then, as Hannah waited in the middle of nowhere for the airport to open and her plane to arrive, the most unexpected thing happened. And then, yeah, as I'm waiting, two taxis pull up. And I'm like, okay, some more people for the flight, cool. And then out of the taxis get like this whole group of people that I met when I was traveling. There was about 11 of us. And yeah, they had decided that they were going to surprise me and they were all going to fly down together with me. At first I was, I didn't believe I was seeing. I thought, okay, this is a mirage. This isn't happening. And yeah, as I came to realize, wow, they're actually here. They're actually coming with me. I just felt so happy that I cried. I'm standing there crying, um, tears of happiness, and yeah, just disbelief that these people who I hadn't known three weeks ago had decided to make the effort to come with me to celebrate my day. It was amazing. It wasn't quite the 30th birthday Hannah had planned, but it was a pleasant surprise to spend her special day accompanied by a group of friendly faces. So my birthday was the next day, and yeah, we arrived in Goa and it was the middle of the monsoon season, which I had known. The plans that we had made the night before, which was to go to the beach, hang out, have some sort of barbecue, obviously could not happen because it was just monsoon rains. So we did some Googling and we found that there was a water park nearby. So we put on our bikinis, we put on our flip-flops and we walked like 40 minutes to this water park in these insane monsoon rains. We arrived there, there was no one else there, obviously. And it was just like this group of us on this crazy water park that obviously had no safety rules or regulations. These slides when you go down and you fly up in the air and you're banging back down again. And yeah, it was just a really fun day. And then in the afternoon, we went back to the hostel and the guys had told the guys in the hostel it was my birthday. So they bought a cake everyone sang happy birthday, there was drinks, there was food. And yeah, we just spent the night in the hostel with the staff, having a little private party there. It was nothing like what I expected, but it was, yeah, it was amazing. I think it was probably my best birthday to date, just because it was such a surprise. It was so different. And I just felt like surrounded by love by these people who were essentially strangers. And yeah, it just showed me that there's a lot of love in the world and a lot of people coming together make the best of situation and yeah it was just lovely these days hannah can still be found enjoying life in barcelona her last couple of birthdays have been a bit more conventional but now she knows that the key to having an excellent day is to be surrounded by nature and good company Hannah is still in contact with some of the friends who surprised her that day in India, and she hopes to be able to visit them very soon. Para escuchar los más de 30 episodios de Into the Story y no perderte los siguientes, suscríbete ahora en Spotify, Apple Podcasts, o en tu reproductor de podcast favorito. Okay, everyone, until next time, we hope that you have a good time, or at least a good story to tell. Thank you.